Hi, I'm Cody Goff, and this is Game Life Balance US, a lifestyle podcast about balancing free time hobbies with adult responsibilities. Yeah, don't usually say it like that, but here we are. And the reason I don't usually say it like that is because this is a different week than other weeks, in that my co host Jonathan Martin is not here. He is not recording. He has informed me that his birthday is this week, which I've known him for over 20 years, and I, I never knew that he had birthdays, but apparently even he has birthdays. His is this week, and having a birthday, I, I guess, exempts you from having to record a podcast for an entire week. So uh, whatever. Happy birthday, John, I guess. And that leaves me uh, to do a podcast. Don't worry. This isn't just me. I'm not going to be the only one this week. I'm actually just going to introduce something, and then you can listen to that. So... I've talked about this on the podcast before several times, but Game Life Balance US is a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, which has podcasts and lots of other great geeky content. And about a month ago, several members of the Gunna Geek Network came, descended upon Chicago for the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. And I was one of several members of the network who sat on a panel about better podcasting. So we talked about podcasting. What you may not have heard as much about is after the panel, I, uh, as, I, as I'm an employee at WGN Radio about a mile north of the McCormick Place Convention Center where C2E2 was held, I said, hey, everybody, why don't we all grab our cars or taxis or buses or whatever, head on up to Tribune Tower and record a little friendly podcast in WGN Radio Studios? And we did. And you have not heard that podcast. And that is what today's episode of Game Life Balance US is going to be. So... If you're a longtime fan of of either Unqualified Gamers or Game Life Balance US, either of my podcasts, then this is going to be a very different flavor. I have been plugging the Guinea Geek Network for months, possibly years on my podcast, and maybe you've checked out other podcasts on the network, in which case, good job. Maybe you haven't, in which case, you probably will feel like it after hearing this. So it's going to be about, I don't even know how long this is, but the next 45 minutes or so of podcast will be several members of the Gunning Geek Network. You can tell we had a ton of fun and we talk about a lot of random stuff. We talk about everything from what it's like to do a podcast and why we do podcasting and the kind of nerdy stuff we do to the equipment that we're using, just, uh, just very high-level stuff. But then we also go launch into a bunch of tangents about television and what we've been watching and what's good on Netflix and all these other things. So it's really fun. I will not continue to introduce it because you're about to hear it anyway. But I'll be back with Jonathan Martin next week unless he decides to have another birthday with more of your regularly scheduled programming and with that i will play our stock intro and allow you to enjoy this episode kinda ish of game life balance us featuring the gunna geek network i'm steven i'm chris i'm stargate pioneer and i'm the french canadian sensation and we're the official gunnageek.com podcast a podcast member of the gunna geek network just like the one you're listening to now the opinions expressed are those of each individual host Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. And get ready. Because geekiness begins in three, two, one. 
Let's geek. Let's call this the starting point of the podcast, where I am Cody Goff from Game Life Balance US of the Gunna Geek Network, joined by a bunch of other people from the Gunna Geek Network, a ridiculous amount of people in the same room. We have Willie Nelson, Beef, Michelle, Naki, Chris, John, and Stargate Pioneer. All in the same room. It's kind of freaky. It's super freaky. We've got a cross-countryness going on right now. It's it's very cross-country. And we're everyone's here from all over because we did a panel at C2E2, the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, yesterday on better podcasting. And now everyone in the Chicago area is going to be so good at podcasting, they're going to have way more numbers than us. <laughs> and people are going to stop <laughs> listening to our shows. And oh my God, what have we done? <laughs> well, see, all you have to do is when they come to you for the social media advice, put them all on MySpace. Ah, I it like is that. the best. Or then you just cold. pigeonhole yourself back in and say, "Can I join you guys at the con?" And then you get our own booth back again. I like that. Yeah, what the hell? We told you, you learned it from watching us. Yeah. That- <laughs> please, please don't forget the little people on the way. Right? That'll be us. So, like, we don't have like a very structured discussion planned but what i thought was kind of funny and i wanted to throw as a launching point is like i feel like everyone thinks it's pretty cool that we're doing a recording in a radio studio and all that but i was thinking about it and i was thinking about most podcasters i don't think their goal is to work in radio or do radio or anything like that just like how a lot of youtubers create and they have their channels and they do their youtube things but the, i don't think that, that a lot of them want to have a tv show or work in tv with all these crews and stuff because in podcasting and in YouTube, when you're self-publishing, you have complete creative control over everything you do. There's no network overhead, unless it's Stephen telling me what to not to do on Gun and Geek, which never happens. Uh, you know, all the time, right? All the time, <laughs> which never happens all the time. Maybe not him. Maybe start get pioneer sometimes. You like banned a guest from my show, I think one time. Russian John, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, Ivan Savato. You know he's our guest next week. I know. Why? How did that happen? I don't, we're going to try to rein him in and make him less unlikable, if that's possible. Edit. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> but I, the, the thing with YouTube, though, is that there actually is a YouTube star who's on TV now. She's on My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I think is what it's called. It's on um, It's on the same channel as Flash and Arrow. But she started in YouTube because she started. she was on the Starbomb song. Um, the Luigi's Ballad song, but she's had her own channel of girl gaming before she became on my super ex or my crazy ex girlfriend. But you know, some of these YouTube folks fire them. I just stay getting YouTube money. Look how much money PewDiePie is making. Oh Jesus! That's I mean, true. seriously. Yeah. Now he's even got his own series on YouTube Red. It's like scare PewDiePie. I'm like, how does this happen? I want this YouTube money. Uh, right at the same time, though, I mean, wouldn't the I, I, my dream? It wouldn't be to make even money necessarily in radio, but podcasting, right? Because you wake At up. At home, do what you need to do. See, that's I, I would love to do radio, but I, I'd rather get into voiceover. Uh, I'll BC, sell. The FCC I'll, would take all of your money if yeah, you I were know. in radio. I know. But that's why I, I'd rather do voiceover because I have the time to edit it. I'll be the evil guy in anime, you know, give them an evil laugh or do <laughs> sell Tampax with wings. Wait, wait, I know they're two different products, <laughs> ladies, but if, if yes, the check cashes. I'm also nine. I'll take it, but nine hundred percent positive. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was going to ask for. Yep, I know you, that you would go. You would. You would be a voiceover, but you would look at the script and be like, "This is f- stupid." And then say I'd read it once their way, and then I'd spice it up, and I'd edit them, and then ship it back. But still, that's what I mean. That's what Cody's saying. It's like you could wake up, record what you want, m- mess with it, f- with it for a bit in editing, and then go from there and decide whether what 
copy you ship in. You know, do, you, do you know why you don't have a Guinea Geek pre-roll yet, Because yeah, I drop the F-bomb all the time. Because yeah. we've spent half an hour trying to record it, and you wouldn't record it. So that's what your voiceover is going to be like. <laughs> well, know? no, but I could do it myself. You freak me out when you're like, you have to record this. Here oh, is your Oh, you script. don't like reading copy. It's not that I don't like reading copy. I just, you know, when it's SP telling me to do it, it's a little bit freakier. <laughs> yeah, you, you like acting more than... Anything else? No, I, not really. But well, just being I, I himself. Think, I think one of the things is like, I actually work from home, and one of the things about like when you when you know you talk about getting up, just doing whatever. You know, one of the things about the panel you guys talked about is actually dedication. Like, like I work from home just for my regular job, and the temptation of just getting out of bed, staying in my jam- pajamas all day is very tempting, or no pants or whatever. Um, but <laughs> no pants, all bacon and dick butts. Exactly. Bringing in my but, inner um, Anthony here for him. If you have complete self-control, you also have to have complete self-motivation. Yep. So um, while I maybe somebody's goal is to actually get that because they want that steady paycheck and they want somebody to call them it's like hey you got that job but one of the things is like if you do you know it uh, there is it just depends on what your goal is like if you do want that complete self-control then you know you got to be able to you know do it yourself and stay motivated and so yeah i could see that uh, i actually when i got headshots taken this morning i was at the headshot photographer's home he's, he's got this big loft apartment and he's got wait, all this wait, camera equipment glamour shots has a house you would be surprised at how extensive you the wigs he wore. You should have seen the wigs that I wore. You is know, I'm it, wearing makeup right now. Is it better than my wig? Because we're going to have to fight them. Nothing's better than your purple wig right now. But did, did anybody notice I'm com- wearing, I'm completely yeah, made yeah. up? You yeah. did? I okay. can tell. Did any of the guys? No. <laughs> I thought so, it was natural. So I've, when he I've t- only met you one time before this yesterday. I didn't like I was like, oh, Cody, you're dreamy today. I was going to say, it's kind of not fair because I've known you so long that I can tell. But Michelle noticed, too. So... You said. Can you tell me your tips? (laughs) Well, uh, what you do is you find a makeup artist to do all your makeup, and then you pay them a bunch of money, and then your makeup's done. That sounds so easy. I can do that. (laughs) Right? I see a lot of money. It's it's the evenness of your tone. See, that's one of the things that we're, when when you have to look at your mirror and stuff in your mirror all the time and everything, you notice about, like, your tone. Someone needs to translate, but I don't get understand. Okay, so everybody (laughs) has red spots. It's not. It's and it's not bad. But everybody gets like either something like blush, that blush a little or racist. freckles, okay. or something <laughs> like that. Like everybody gets it. It's not bad. Let me put this in terms that Chris can understand. It reduces the shine on your dome. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Look at all the shine. She made me take a selfie, and I was like. <laughs> I, I felt like Jean-Luc Picard on the bridge of the Enterprise because it was always gleaming off his head. But I like being uh, a lighthouse for everybody. That's right. You and I were the beacons on the hill. Oh, yeah. What it about is, Beef? He's yeah. in the middle of you two. Yeah. Eiffel Tower. Well, Beef's not as tall, so it's true. Yeah, it yeah. was weird. I'm 5'11 plus a little bit yesterday looking up to you and Willie all day. I'm like... Jesus, you guys are tall. I'm not usually shorter than two or three people in a crowd, but that was kind of weird. Welcome to my world. Oh, you're a yeah. woman and you're tiny. These guys, I'm hey, not. Hey, wait a minute. Men could be tiny, too. I know lots of tiny men. She's well, a woman and phrases. she's tiny. I am a dude who's a 
uh, slightly above <laughs> average height. These beanstalk bastards. I was like, hey, guys, who wants a beer? That sounds, I feel lonely. Can we make T-shirts with the Gunna Geek logo now that say beanstalk bastards on it? <laughs> it's gotta, it's gotta oh, have, that's like, going to sell. It's got to have their, like, shadowed logos and then mine looking up. Yeah, it's, it's got to be exactly like <laughs> Willie and I standing on either side, just kind of like, yeah, and Beef like, what the hell? <laughs> so Beef, bad. every time you talk on them, I'm just keep, like, I just keep pulling you down and down. Your voice <laughs> is so commanding in this room. I'm sorry. I'm and really it's a- fantastic on that mic. We have to get you a large diameter. You, yeah, you tell me what I need, SP. Okay. I'll decide to do it. All right, this that's fine. This is what everybody does. It's like SP. You're the you're the beacon of light for equipment. I mean, I swear. Like yesterday, I mean, yeah. I told a lot of you yesterday. Literally in the morning, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I got to get these two mics and a mixer. And I'm like, what what mics do I get in this range? What mixer do I get? And I put it in Hangouts. And SP's like, here's three links. And I clicked them. And I go, cool. And I bought them. I spent like a bunch of money on all this equipment. <laughs> I wasn't going to shop around. I'm not going to go look at CNET reviews all day and go look at Newegg and read all through all the customer reviews and then all the comparisons from TechCrunch or whatever. No, it's no, just SP. You got See, it. I've been there before. I was like, I got to start thinking about this. Then I get a message from SP. Hey, this guy's selling his mixer online. And I go, I don't need this yet. And I wait a half hour. I go, God damn it, I want this now. <laughs> kind of like, okay. like with the statue today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Beef's with me, and we were at C2E2 today on the floor, and we're looking at these, this booth that's all statues. Did somebody help like you up? Because you were oh, on the floor. Yeah, gotcha. We were on the floor. Now you all remember why you don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> that's because I watch it live. Oh, oh. oh. Wow, I've just been schooled twice. Continue <laughs> with your happens. story about the floor. So I love hearing We're these. on the floor, and that sounds dirty as I put it that way, so let's proceed mm-hmm. past it. Mm-hmm. And the way I reply. So mm-hmm. this, this booth just full of statues and cool pieces like He's that. He's drooling. His- oh, Beef's drooling, too. You should have seen him. When he saw the group the with group, Rocket Raccoon, I, I might statue. be spending four hundred dollars on a group. I'm and gonna Rocket help Raccoon. him. Haul oh, like tomorrow. like like figurine. figurine. No, this is literally like a sculpted statue. It's probably the one he's looking at is probably about twelve to sixteen inches tall. Out I of marble? You. Well, of well, not marble. It's a it's, it's cast, I guess. Well, it's yeah. Marvel. We don't need to make as long as we are, but <laughs> so here we're walking. He looks at this statue and he's like, "I have to get this." And What's the name? Is there signing? Greg Capullo, the artist of Batman for the last 51 issues, basically. So we walk away from the booth, and he's like, I don't know if I can do it, but I should do it, right? And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. He's like, but I'll be in the line all day. I'm like, all right, cool. We get like 20, 30 feet later, and I'm like, you still thinking about doing it? He's like, yeah, yeah. We get about another 10 feet later. He's like, you know what? I got to go back and do it. We were gone for like 15 minutes Maybe. before. I was like, we made it like three aisles down and took a right. And he's like, I got to go back and do it. So he spends the money, gets the last statue, gets the last fuck spot in line. Yeah. I walk up to the line and they're like, oh, the line's capped. And you see me just go, oh, hell, I literally just bought this statue. And the girl sitting at the end of the line just kind of scoots over about 12 inches to the right and goes, looks like there's room to me. And I was like, yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, so, awesome. so literally, it was only supposed to be a two-hour signing. And I was in line probably about 10, 15 beforehand. And the signing starts at noon. So we wait in line. It's about 10 till 2. And Greg Capullo's wife comes up, who's his business manager, and looks at the C2E2 staff and goes, where is the end of the original line? And she points at me and the girl that were at the back of the line. She goes, okay, we're going to get them. And so they got through to that far in the line before they went off to go and do their signing. So phenomenally cool moment. Just that they were able to do that for the fans. And they weren't just like, oh, we got to go. Screw you guys. It was, no, let's get the folks that were here early and get them through. 
Wow. So was that was it the say that all the time. Was that the highlight of your con? It's been so far because Greg Capullo, you hear all the stuff on social media about how he goes and talks to the fans and he walks the line. He literally walked the line before he started signing, was saying hi to everyone, taking selfies. I mean, he and Scott Snyder, who I went to go see for signings, both incredibly nice and were taking time to talk to the fans. So it probably was the highlight. Wow. That's awesome. And if you're watching the video of this, by the way, if anybody puts together a video of this, I don't know why there's two randomly flashing flashbulbs. It's freaking me out. I think I'm just tripping. I'm like... Seriously, I don't know what it is. There's all these lights around the studio, and there's two that are rigged, and they randomly blink. And I don't know why or who put them there or if it's for a show or what the deal is. Wait, wait, this is not the start of the Gunna Geek rave? Or is it? We need some bass beef. We need some bass beef. Where were you for the bass? No, you can go more bass than that. I'm thinking like... I've never done... Channel your inner corn. That's what you All I can do is evil laugh. I don't know inner corn. If I have inner corn, I usually... That took a disgusting twist. My apologies. You're wow. welcome. Wow. This, wow. Everyone thinks so dirty in the Gunna Geek Network. That's yeah. what we do. Doesn't everybody? Yeah, yeah that's probably we, true. We edit out a lot of that so people probably don't realize. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You edit? Not, not ATGN. <laughs> ATGN is not edited. ATGN is yeah. very dirty. It's lightly <laughs> edited. Lightly edited. We're not... It's very yes, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are we really that dirty? Yes. Yes. Does anybody Maybe. else then have any highlights of the con so far uh, that want to talk about? I all had, the cosplay. I oh had my, my picture God. Besides taken. beef drooling over the cosplay. No, no, no. no I've, okay, so beef and I have been walking the floor today all, all day, and I've had my picture taken like nine billion times. I've never had my picture taken so this many times. So for the audio listeners, you should probably explain why you've had your picture I, taken. Okay, so I'm no, it's just me. I'm just walking around. Okay, fair. <laughs> I just got schooled much like Cody five minutes ago. Um, so I'm dressed as hurts. Amethyst, does. Amethyst from Steven Universe, which is one of my favorite shows. And Amethyst is the character I relate most to because she's short, loud, and obnoxious, so obviously. and um, Stretch there. <laughs> I'm, I'm not fighting you on it. Mean. So, um, Seriously, it was, we couldn't get three or four booths. And it was some one or two people would run up and yeah. take pictures. We were, there was a lot of little. There was a baby Steven Universe, and it was the most adorable oh. thing in the world. Like it was, it it was the size of my palm. It was so it's tiny <laughs> and it had a tiny little cheeseburger pack pack, <laughs> and it was adorable. But like that, so to me, this has been like super crazy weird because I don't not one of those people who's like super attention hoary as much as I yell robot penis on ATGN and shit like that. Um, I'm. So, like, that's been super weird and crazy, and it's been a lot of fun, actually. And I've been randomly photobombing people, too, so that's been fun. <laughs> I enjoy so doing So, apparently, that. has the studio. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The studio is very much no, no. photobombing. This is our <laughs> test for epilepsy. If anyone starts seizing out, it's all because of the WG and radio lights in the studio. Bye, all right. Guys. You all signed the waiver, right? There was a waiver. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> it, it was in the fine print that once you checked in, it was an inherent waiver. And I'm sure some lawyers are going to listen and say, he's foolish. Well, that person out front in the building, they took my blood. That was for this, right? That you're, uh, no. And he, semen sample, right? And uh, no. Uh, you weren't supposed to give that, dude. I hope he was in a corner like, you need this here? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, was it a guy in a trench coat? Yeah. All right. I know that guy, and I know several detectives that are going to need to subpoena you later in the uh, uh, evening. What? Subpoena him? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> su- subpoena, oh, as bad. opposed to a right. pro or... 
other or penile. pro bono? Pro. <laughs> oh gets in on it. All right, this side of the room has done really well with the terrifying puns. Now it's your side of the room's time. It's from Naki over, I'm just saying. I'm not a pun person. I mean, like, I've got friends who are super puninators, so I just feel, like, super inferior. I'm not good at it. Mm. Pinteresting. Yeah. That wasn't a pun. I just wanted to say Pinteresting. Oh, my God. I looked up, like, (laughs) (laughs) that. Beef is on his phone doing. I'm God. flipping through C2E2 pictures. I'm sorry. Of I'm, cosplay, of hot girl cosplay. Of everybody cosplay. <laughs> I got a little midget Ray. I got a. Yeah, I'm you've so, got a shit ton of oh, mine. There is yeah. a ton of rays out there. Yeah, but I saw oh, like a awesome. tiny little like three year old ray on the top of her dad's shoulders, and I'm like, dude, do you mind? He's like, no, go at it. Just a couple pictures, adorable little girl, oh, all dressed predator. up in ray. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm the predator. <laughs> Yeah, but there's tons of the scavenger ray costume is it's accessible and easy, and it looks amazing on a variety of different people. So it's I awesome. Saw, to see it I out saw there. a dude ray. And it there's been a few. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a couple of those. What's been really interesting though is I was talking to some of the folks I was in line with earlier. We expected to see more Deadpool's than normal because of the movie just coming out. It doesn't seem like there's any more Deadpool's than normal. You normally see a lot of Deadpool's because it's an excuse for people to act like a dick to everyone. Seriously, but oh it doesn't God, seem like right. there's been more than normal. <laughs> I'm going to be Deadpool. You've given me the greatest I just, idea. I gave Beef Damn the it. keys to the kingdom. It's yeah. 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 I'm got, a dick to everybody, anyways, even without the anonymity. I got swarmed by a pile of Deadpools, and that got weird because I, I was have a picture. Just oh. like I don't know. <laughs> you got swarmed by a pile of Deadpools, and was, that got weird. <laughs> I'm not sure where to go with that. I think one Deadpool is weird. <laughs> I, it got it got weird. Because they kept asking me, like, well, what do you think of Pearl? And what would you, you know, you Amethyst is the would be the one to be down for a pile of Deadpools. And I was just like, uh, are you hitting on me? I'm not really sure <laughs> no, what's happening I right now. Be more Garnet, though. Again, but, well, yeah, probably Garnet yeah, would yeah. be more in. But Garnet's uh, Garnet's into ladies. Yeah, dude, I I kind of want to cosplay as a gender bender Deadpool. Do it. So just do the there Deadpool was, There cost? was a female Deadpool there. Well, there right? There's usually de- female yeah. Deadpools, but wouldn't it be messed up if a guy went as a female Deadpool? Well, so how would that work? Very so who, who's going to do that, Cody? It's not going to be you. No, I would do it. How I would just like work? you're already a girl. Well, oh, sh- hey. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Gender is, nothing wrong with gender being a girl. is a social yes. construct, all right? Gender does Are we going re- back down this route? I see beefs. <laughs> beef is like growing hair just so it can burst into flame. <laughs> I'm so confused right by your comments. <laughs> I don't even know. But how would you do that? You'd have fake boobs and no balls? Yes, I would have fake oh, boobs and no or both. Ooh. Oh. I could be hermaphrodite. You, you could. And Otherwise, you gotta tuck that in pretty far. Is that right? Is that the right nomenclature? Yeah, hermaphroditic. Why yeah. do you okay. know that he'd have to tuck it in really far? We had some fun last night. Talking. <laughs> we were hanging out at the bar. <laughs> Don't tell them what. Every they guy has tucked it once and went. Look, I've got cat. No, see, I thought you would it go puts the, the lotion on the skin. And that's where I was. I figured you were going was the yeah, silence no. of the lambs. No, I know. So, I think, <laughs> so, so I've got a good moment from the. From <laughs> oh God! This is after we talk about the silence of the lambs. Yeah. The moment I've where people are cat. talking, I'm very scared. I want to. Well, no, I mean, I like the TV panels, right? So actually, I, I got to see two of them. I got to see the Supergirl and the BSG panel, which were, they both were amazing. But if I had to pick one out of the two, which are are very equal. I'd have to go Supergirl because those girls, you're, you're talking the actors that play uh, Supergirl and her sister, Alex, out there. So Melissa Benoit and uh, who, who's Alex? Shyler Lee. Shyler Lee. Mm-hmm. 
And they were just amazing. Once they got going because of Shiler's first con panel ever. Oh, wow. So she took a little, she she was comfortable, but she took a little bit to get going. And it was just amazing everything that they talked about. And they did talk about bringing in some same gender relationships into the show. And they said, not us, because that would be weird because we're sisters. But they said, yeah, we could do that. So You just wrote some creepy fanfic right there. I didn't. They <laughs> did on the... on the. Uh, I mean, I'm writing it right now. I've got, yeah, I've okay. got ideas. Yeah, right, right. He's so, actually printing it already. But what was really cool was there was about 15 little girls at the end. And they just said, okay, everybody sit down but these girls. And they just took rapid fire questions the whole time. It was so cute. It was so great. I love that. It was a great panel. I really, really love... And I'm I'm not a PC person, right? Like I I just am anti PC culture in a lot of ways. But I love what a lot of sci fi and geek stuff has done for girls in the coming generations or whatever yeah, you want to say. It's been really cool. To I, watch. I mean, especially even when I was doing my headshots this morning, the makeup artist was doing makeup and telling me she's got three three kids and they're all really into Minecraft because I mentioned we started talking about video games and she said that her her daughter is five or something and she. Uh, she plays Minecraft a lot, and she watches YouTube videos of girls that program things in Minecraft. And it's Minecraft is a big sandbox game thing, right? But right. if this were 15 years ago, it would be the like oh, the nerdy four eye glasses guy in his mom's basement uh, playing Minecraft. And now, like, finally, now that sci fi fantasy is in the mainstream, which is a little annoying because you know there's people that are annoying about it but now it's the mainstream it's so like more acceptable and so many girls are doing and anytime I see a little girl in like a Minecraft t-shirt I'm just really happy I'm just like yes there's a generation of both genders actually getting into games now that's actually something that I've talked about a lot even something as simple as Mythbusters what yeah. that did for kids that opened their mind to science science skeptically. You know what I mean? It did what it did for even girls. Like Carrie Byron was on the show. All those different people had made them, made kids, even myself, go, wow, science can be cool again. Yeah. I'd, Super cool. We, we talked about it a lot, actually, with, the, with bringing girls into it. Because um, growing up, I had to basically hide it that I learned English from reading Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and watching, you know. Why would you hide that? Well, when you're okay, first off, I have to hide my accent because if I speak in my accent, nobody can understand me. You don't so, have to hide your accent. You choose to hide I your choo- accent. Okay, I choose to hide my accent because I got tired of getting ridiculed growing up. Tubular. <laughs> and then I, I had, I kind of hid the fact that I was into Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all that stuff because that was the boy thing, and I couldn't be girly like that was the thing growing up is that you had to be into princesses and dresses and i was like i'm into princesses and dresses and turtles <laughs> exactly because my dad was very much this is the girl aisle and this is the boy aisle and all the star wars toys were in the boy aisle and like they never would get me I'm like i'll for like three years i asked for a princess leia action figure and a remote control car and it's like i, di- I didn't want any barbies and went it's like these are the two things that you can get me and what do they do they spent like three times as much money on you know barbie stuff and then they got me the barbie car and here i am i'm just pushing it into the wall over and over again because there's no remote control and it's like oh it's pink and i'm a girl and it's just so it's really good to start to see that we're, we're really talking about it and we're starting to you know realize that you know we can play with more than barbies it's okay we can like we can like the boy things and i especially like playing like video games i was like you're gonna be in your dad's basement when you're 30 and you're gonna be playing video games and now i'm in my parents basement and i'm 30 and i'm still playing video games <laughs> and enjoying the hell out of it but you're a girl so that's okay 
And, and I know that there's that gender, like, there is a gender norm there where if you're a guy who does that, that must mean you have problems or something like that. But a girl course. can do it. I know that there's that that issue, but... I'm so much happier. Like, I, I don't think that the younger younger generation, right around 30, but even people in the early 20s or late teens or college students today, I don't think they get how hard it's been for an adult my age to meet any girl that even finds video games acceptable in any way. And it's really difficult. I see, I see it, Beef shaking his head, too. Because let, let me tell you a story. My girlfriend has played the Mass Effect trilogy more than I have now at this point because she's like, I'm bored. I'm going to go play Mass Effect. And she'll disappear. You must be dating Wing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your girlfriend's probably sweet, but he plays it all the time. And that's so. He's but, like, play Mass Effect. I left a copy at your house. Yeah. I don't want to play. In all seriousness, I introduced her to the game because she does like to play games. I was like, here, you might want to try this. It's one of my favorite games. She didn't play through the first. She got 15... Well, first one been, sucks balls. Yeah, she started the first one, but then she got into the second yeah. one. She's like, I love this. And did she just skip the rest of the first one? Then? Yeah, she okay. just did the, the DLC to do, to tell the story and make your choices. So she did that, and then she's played Mass Effect 2 and 3 probably within the last year four or five times each because she's just addicted to it. So it's possible. And awesome. it's cool. And, and it's cool to have this conversation where we start talking about the game. And I'm like, oh, here's what I liked. Here's what I liked. And then she's like, well, I like Caden Alenko. And I was like, that might be grounds for us to break up. He's an <laughs> utter douche. So wait, SP, uh, Supergirl on Netflix yet? No, it's yeah. just on season one right now. I thought so, yeah. Okay. Because I'm looking for a Netflix show to watch. I've talked to various members of the network. I've not seen Flash or Daredevil, Daredevil or Arrow. First. Beef well, insists Daredevil should go first. So, Naki broke it down for me. Bear I did. I, so, Beef is also dressed as Daredevil. I am. Yes. <laughs> so he's so, a little biased. So I broke I this. Am. I broke this down for Cody because he asked me this yesterday, and I told him, "I'm like Daredevil is dark and gritty. Uh, Jessica Jones is fantastic, but it's really hard to watch. Like you'll go into work feeling really down. It's all about abuse, really. It's, it's really yeah. it's a very but abusive it is a show. great show. And Flash is fun and very colorful, and it doesn't make it any less good. It's fantastic, campy. So, so, for, so it's very campy. Yeah, so for when but, it comes out, where does Supergirl fall on the spectrum? Would you say, SP? It's closer to Flash, maybe a little brighter right now because Flash is going a little darker in its second season. So, but okay. I think because it's on CBS, they'll try to keep it bright, and because they're definitely marketing to. To a certain genre, which are the tween girls out sure. there, I, they'll have to keep it kind of light, I, I think. Okay. <laughs> but they're going to explore everything that that genre would want to deal with, too. They're not just going to keep it how it is right now. As a matter of fact, during the panel, they told us at the end of season one, they are going to have a lot of unanswered cliffhangers. So nice. they are really ramping up for a season two here. Nice. Any other big shows I should be aware of? Agents of Shield. Oh right, Agents of the Shield. Expanse. If only there were a GunnaGeek.com podcast. It's too bad there isn't. Let's move on. Have you seen the Expanse? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Sorry, Legends of Shield on the Gunna Geek Network. But has anybody seen the Expanse? Seriously? No, no that is amazing. Sakes. Amazing. Really? What is it? I've never heard of it. It's yeah. super high budget, great story, political sci-fi. Opera, space opera, thriller. It's the what closest channel? thing we have modern day to Battlestar Galactica. Yes. What it was in the two thousands. Yes, I mean, like it has actually a very good. BSG feel. It's on Sci Fi Channel, and it's actually something worth watching on Sci Fi Channel for the first time in a while. Uh, I I will say though, the last year, year and a half has been my guilty pleasure for Sci Fi with. Um, 
Dark Matter. Dark Matter starts it out with the campy, Kill- light, kind of fun. Killjoys goes uh, to the dark, really fun, awesome. And then you go, them. no, I like Dark Matter as the lighter one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Killjoys is the better, more, a little bit more real, fun one. Uh, dark Matter stole too much stuff. It's got all the tropes it pulls yeah, in, it, which yeah. is fine. It does. Yes. So it goes Dark Matter, Killjoys, and then I saw The Expanse. I didn't think it could get any better, and I was like, shh. <laughs> I have I bought in for the next year or two. Sci-fi has it back for me. Yeah, I never I, I, thought that same, would happen. Same here. Beef and I are the same. So it came out right before Christmas in the same slot that BSG did back in 2003. Like that that same week before Christmas that the BSG mini series came out. And I ha- saw it coming up and they were doing a double episode premiere or whatever. And I was just so busy ramping up for the holidays. I'm like, it's sci-fi. Who cares? I'll just pick it up later. It was like beginning of february later uh, end of january i finally got to it i'm like what are you guys doing to me this is great why didn't you tell me to do this before so i mainlined all five episodes that i hadn't seen yet and i was like oh no i gotta wait this sucks that's horrible when they come out with all me you're like oh what did i do now talking about shows that i think people should be watching and it's the 100 and it's on the CW. I do like that. The 100. I haven't watched the last season, but oh I the first okay, season so, and a half, and I heard it got phenomenally better it, it after so, okay, season two. So here's the thing. The first four episodes, because it, it has that CW, and, and it's like they thought they had to do like the teen romance mm-hmm. and kind of, but the network just went, they did this fifth episode, and the network was like, you know what? You can go darker. And what the episode is about is like there was a nuclear holocaust on the Earth, and then um, lived up there was you know humans up in space, and it's been about a hundred years, and they're like they're running out of food and water on the space station, and basically what it is is like they have these one hundred juvenile delinquents, and they're like you know what? Instead of feeding our prisoners, let's just send them to Earth and see if we can survive. And lo and behold, they can. And but it's got um, they got like grounders and there's all these political tribes on the earth and it gets political it gets dark you've got like these kids who grow up and they're making decisions and they're like telling the other adults who end up coming down like no you know what you haven't been here we're going to tell you what to do it's got a solid lord of the flies feel in the background to it it, which makes it more palpable it's it's a good dirty and it's dirty like that you can really tell that they're pretty clean though well yeah, they're but, shirtless scenes. It's on the CW, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> but they're shirtless you know what? Scenes. They're not. They're not as you know. But it's dirtier than what you know. It's still good. I recommend it. Dirty so, like sexual? Well, <laughs> well, it's 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 on the there's, CW. So oh yeah, it's, Clark. Clark is exploring all her options, and oh, it's great. There's uh, anyone doing? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But You're possibly repopulating the Earth. You might as yeah. well explore your options. I mean, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but no, like the space station is really like dirty. When they come down, like you can tell that they've been, you know, living Earth. It's not like they can find, you know, you know, like the gap. They don't have head and shoulders. You know, right, and stuff. So Interesting. I need to keep all these under advice. And I think that's it's, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah well, because the first two seasons are on Netflix, oh, and then... Man in the High Castle. Who has watched that? All right. Yeah, it's, on Amazon. That is we awesome. That's, and yeah. I, I'm raising my hand looking at everybody because we can do that I've now. I've never heard of that either. Uh, that's a book. The... The Nazis and German, uh, sorry, Nazis and um, Japan. Japanese Japan. won World War Two, and everything east of the Rockies is Nazi-controlled. Everything west of the Rockies is Japanese-controlled, and it's it's like a ten-episode thing. It's for, based on a book. It's on Amazon. It's and it got a second season. It is weird and awesome. But there are films that are floating around, supposedly produced by the Man in the High Castle, where the show's name comes from, that are films of what we know like 
us winning the war, our ticker tape parades, us dropping the bombs on Japan. Raising the flag on right, Iwo Jima. Raising the flag on Iwo Jima. So stuff that we know in our history, but people in this world are watching these videos, getting hope that there's a resistance, wondering if... So I don't know if it's lost-like, like oh. they can see into a different parallel universe, or it's very weird, but it's, it's intriguing enough. And the way it ended was absolute... Because I, I won't spoil anything, but it ended in a way that kind of starts to explain what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's worth wow. your... That's another... If you have Amazon Prime, that's free with it. That's another 10 hours of I awesome do, like do. mainline TV. All it, right. It's and, really and this, cool Elseworld stuff, basically. And this yes. is stuff that I think your Casey might like as yes, well. Yes, that's the thing, because I'm looking for a show with her. We just finished Twin Peaks. <gasps> I need to watch it. I've never watched you it. You do need yes. to watch it. Yes. And oh, isn't a new one coming back in like yes. six months or something soon? Hopefully next the next year. year. Yeah. Willie Nelson, you look like you wanted to. Uh, just I'm going to say, up. oh, you guys have these deep. Deep shows to watch. Something light if you have access to HBOs, try Silicon Valley. Silicon yes. Valley's amazing. It is. I just started so Californication. <laughs> Californication's amazing. I'm like five episodes in going, these guys talk like assholes like I do to my friends. No, Californication's really yeah. good. Isn't I want that the first... one just a lot of sex? Yeah. So yeah, but much I mean, sex. I don't mind it's occasional random yeah. booze. Yeah. No, in that, show. that doesn't is bother it... me. I just literally, I just thought it was literally no, it's just a lot of witty commentary and awesome banter. Dude, it's David Duchovny. I was crying laughing so hard in several episodes. I saw the new X Files where he looks old but good. And then I, my buddy's like, you got to check the show out. I, I waited to watch a second episode. I watched Californication with him and I'm like, he's such a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. He's so young. It's, it's a phenomenal I just show. Pitch his no, I strongly recommend <laughs> Californication as I'll well. I'll just drop one more show. It's before we kind of close this one out. And I know a lot of people have stopped watching it and moved on, but Big Bang Theory came back yes. this year in a huge uh, just whirl, and they, they are hitting it on Wait all Wait a minute. Cylinders. I thought that's been a widely criticized show for kind of just co-opting nerd culture and, and trashing it, and a lot of people think it oversimplifies everything. This year, I'm they one have, of them. They, <laughs> they've come back, and they've fixed all of that. Really? Yeah, and it's funny, then all get out, and they've done tributes to people like Leonard Nimoy, who passed away, and, and stuff like that. It is their Star Wars episode, was amazing because it wasn't all about Star Wars. They did have a Star Wars. Will Wheaton shows up to watch the Star Wars premiere with the guys and in a Star Trek (laughs) uniform, right? But there was more to the episode than that, and it really took it to the next level. And if you haven't watched it in a while or if you've never watched it, this is a great season to pick up. All right, Uh, cool. uh, Willie was going to say a show, right? Silicon Valley is what he said. Oh, so that, that was it. Okay. It just went by so fast. It was so unforgettable. And then we went straight to Californication. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No. Sorry, sorry. So, I will so, jump so, across so, this table. I said unforgettable. Silicon <laughs> Wait, Valley is amazing, though. <laughs> it's it's so funny. And, like, people... I, that one got criticized for being, like, super hetero, white male-ish, you know? And I... I'm like one of those people. I I never said that, but I was just like, this show is hysterical. It's really funny. Three words. T.J. Miller. Yeah. Well, <laughs> T.J. Miller t- takes that show. And the entire first season finale was... <gasps> the penis. Was, was about... <laughs> How to efe- how to e- efficiently jerk off thirty two people in a room <laughs> like you're in a pile of Deadpool's. Yeah, yeah double fist. Yeah, she almost thing. had to do that. That conversation they had at the end of the show, where someone says something stupid and you go down the path of trying to figure it out. That's exactly like what it was like in engineering school when I was in college. Or people, or that so people would say something ridiculous and it would be like, well, how do we actually do it? And then thirty minutes later, you're into some arguing about how this ridiculous thing would actually be feasible. So it's 
completely something that I've experienced in life. So as that's going on, it wasn't necessarily an argument I had about how to jerk off everyone in the room most efficiently, but I was sitting there and going, Hopefully. I've, I've been here before. <laughs> and that's something Mike Judge is really good at, who is the show, the creator yeah. of Silicon Valley. Same guy did King of the Hill and Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. He does everything. Oh, okay. And SP wanted to jump in. Yeah, I did. Uh, we got to get going soon. But before we did, I just wanted to say thank you very much, Naki, for pulling this idea together. That was amazing. Without you, none of us would be here. Thank you, Cody, for arranging this in a podcaster's dream studio here. This is <laughs> amazing. Nice so in two years, this is what SP's basement is going to look like. <laughs> <laughs> Already headed there. Yeah. Yep, yep. I saw him with his notepad, I'm pretty sure, writing down the equipment number on everything. So he could be like, I need to get this and this. Why do you think he's been right. taking all the pictures well i mean on on that note um steven uh, outside of this has said it too and like you guys are thinking me now i appreciate the thanks but really like this was my crazy last minute idea like hey the deadline for this is tomorrow so who wants to do a panel because this would be a lot of fun and then i you guys all came on this crazy train ride with me and i really appreciate it and i'm glad that it turned out as well as it did and that we all got to meet right and i wanted to thank beef for coming down pretty much at the last minute to you joined us impromptu yeah right and and the awesome shirts were because of you thank you very much for taking that awesome coasters because you it was it was seriously a team effort in the beginning you could tell naki was like I don't know if I like being up here, but I really hope I pull it together. I podcast and pantsless. Then it, and then she pulled it together, and we were all like, you must follow Naki's lead. We must be stoic. Because, you know, yeah, they were. Stoic. She was Always the person stoic. in charge. And I wanted to thank the two guys at the end, too, Willie and Chris. Thanks. You guys traveled a long way to get here, and you, thank you very much for coming. These Northways are a lot more crazy than my South. My southness. You said that so south-like. I can't even. I literally can't. You just even. you just turned uh, Cody into a white girl wasted moment right yeah. there. Oh my god! Like totally. you're welcome. And thanks, John, for coming by. Yeah. I know we didn't talk to you much, but you know you've you've taken lots of pictures. And thank yeah. you again yeah. so yeah. much for yes. taking photos yes. during the panel. I'm just happy to be here with you guys. Well, thank. We're happy to be. We're all so happy. This is going to become a love fest. When the mics go off, that's when the real show starts, you know what I mean? Keep the cameras running, we'll sell this Before we go, I really want to thank the the Gonna Geek Network. I've been a member, but then I had to press pause, and it's just been wonderful that everyone's been opening up their arms, especially Steven, and it's like, like, yeah, you might have had to, like, take a little break, but... We're here. We never left, and we love you. And come in for the hug. You, so that we, we were on a break. <laughs> you, you're <laughs> always uh, you're always part of the ATGN guest host crew. So I mean, I'm the queen. <laughs> Hold on, say we're gonna have a big group hug. We uh, open up yeah. more well, than not, our arms. Yeah. Not <laughs> on the show. Like it'll have to be after because otherwise there's headphones and headphones mics. And and it'll off. be back in the hotel room. It's gonna be one giant orgy. Yeah. yeah All right, everyone, back in the pile. Let's go. Let's go. Beef, you had one thing you were gonna say. Uh, I totally forgot, and then I remembered. It was um, what did Wing make me watch? TV show quick. I just watched the first two episodes of How I Met Your Mother. I dragged my feet forever on watching it. Really, is that good? Still worth watching? Don't watch the last season. Don't watch Don't, the last that's season. That's fine, but I, I want never wanted to watch it. And then I saw the first 
episode, episode and a half, and I'm like, okay, I can see why people like it. I don't know if I'll watch it all the time, but it's a good background. It's lots of jokes. Yeah. First few seasons are just yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Laugh I mean, out loud. Yeah, it, and I look like fun. Neil Patrick Harris, which is it's uh, true. Yeah, it's true. Always better. You <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. We should just get you a doctor coat. You were talking about uh, photos at T2E2. I mean, yeah. when I walk around conventions, is my doctor horrible? Especially oh. the first couple of years I did it. After, I mean, right after it had come out, I, yeah, I couldn't move. You, I, it was just. And you do Red Doctor, don't you? I do Red Doctor, and actually, there is there's a thing. There's you know the there's this archetype of of gamer, and I don't want to pigeonhole, but it's kind of a gamer girl archetype with the some that get very very excited and they kind of jump up and down, clap your hands. I don't see it as much a guy as there probably are some, but I just happen to have seen it with girls, <laughs> and a couple of girls literally would just yell Doctor Horrible, beeline at me, and just <laughs> grab me. They like literally would just wrap their arms around my waist, and and of course I'm a foot taller than everybody, and I always just look down and kind of look at my friends and shrug, and then we get a picture and whatever. But I I'd literally get physically <laughs> at the bottom of the Deadpool pile. Yeah, after, <laughs> yes. After all the Deadpools are done piling on. So, uh, so which attracted people to you more when you do Doctor Horrible or Booker Dewitt? Oh, uh, Doctor Horrible. Yeah. God, you know the Booker was uh, the Booker. The Booker is great if you have an Elizabeth, but yeah. you kind of yeah. need that that Elizabeth. Otherwise, it, it's a couple's costume. I mean, yeah, Elizabeth you can get away with on your own, but Booker is like he's on the cover of the box, but it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really get. A lot it's like of... going as the guy from Doom. Everyone's like, "Who the hell are you?" <laughs> that guy looks kind of familiar. What is it? Unless he goes the Rock. And you need Elizabeth just throw random things at you during the. That, you know, it's <laughs> really the first year I did Booker, I went with uh, my girlfriend at the time was Elizabeth, and she got chocolate coins and would throw them at people, <laughs> and it was brilliant. It was great, and I've seen a lot of Elizabeths do that since. But uh, I like to think that uh, that was the first time that it ever happened. Of course. Just because. You can go ahead and take that glory. Thank I think, you. I think you should. I'll do that. Cool. Well, um, yes. Thank you again, everybody, for coming. And now you're going to go meet other podcasters at C2E2. Um, do you have anything final you want to say to close out at Stargate Pioneer? You better be joining I'm us. I'm looking at Stargate Pioneers. I can't. I have a dinner to go to. I, it's like it's like it was like, oh, going to Geek Network see me in time for C2E2. Do a panel Friday, then schedule 20 hours of activities Saturday. It's the worst. I, I chose terribly my plans. That is the you most disgusting sound. <laughs> I, a mic. I'm glad I got it on a good mic. I, you know, I like that. Why was that right in my ear? I am and it wouldn't stop. Traumatized. I will be at C2E2 on Sunday all day. So all right. I'll see you guys then. Well, Naki and I will be cosplaying yep. it up tomorrow. I will be in Glam Punk Elsa. I'm finally debuting it after like two years of building it. Ooh. Oh my. Ooh. Are you cosplaying SP? I am right now. Oh. Voltron. Right. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I was about to say that. Yeah, I was oh, about to say that. And, and I'm Mystique. Oh, yes. Excellent. I <laughs> yeah. like that. That's a perfect costume. It's a very good costume. Very good indeed. Cool. Well, this was wonderful, and I hope that awesome. whomever we send this to has fun editing because uh, I don't know how they'll do it or if we'll try to. It's weird with all the swears going on around here because even my podcast, uh, since it's indicated by WGM+, Plus, it has to be clean, so we can't swear. We'll just so. release it on Legends. We're, Wing and I are fine with that. <laughs> I'm sure you this are. This week's Gonna Geek brought to you by Legends with a tagline. 
N A T G N. Right. Sure. Yeah. Well, all right. They're good with it. Right. Definitely yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, no. Thank. Thanks to WGN for allowing us, even though they might not know, to use their. <laughs> right. yeah. We appreciate well, they it. They have no idea. <laughs> when they look at their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter action, see all the pictures yes. we've posted, right. and tag WGN Radio. They'll know we were here. And Cody, I hope you keep uh, your job. And, <laughs> and WGN, thank you for letting me take home all these prizes. <laughs> He's kidding. <laughs> no. I got a large show. We all got to go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's God, go. Just, yeah, just watch. Now, some other, st- like, some other show has a guest coming and steal mics, and now right. we've got this on uh, <laughs> oh, recording. Man. Thanks, SP. Of course it would. Uh, no, this was a blast, and everybody have fun at C2E2 tonight. Yeah. And um, go to gunnageeks.com for more. Uh, geeky shows. Geeky shows and other geeky stuff. That was a quality transition right there. <laughs> geeky stuff. I was going to be like a tagline or something. But I usually have the promo sheet up, but I don't know what to promote because this is every show. Keep coming back to Gunna Geek where you get 17 or 18 piles of awesomeness every week. Underneath the Deadpool pile. Yes. <laughs> Tune in for the next All-Star cast-a-thon. Yeah. Yes, tune in for the All-Star, next All-Star cast of fun. I like that. We might have to do this again in like a month or two, this just randomly actually, get on a show. This is actually kind of like really cool that we like, yeah. everyone's really cool and we, this is a lot of fun. So yeah. yep. let's do this. The listener gets it. We love each other. We love each other. Yeah, all right, let's blah, all kiss the weekend and we'll go. <laughs> we uh, we got to go. Back to C2E2. Oh. Bye, listener. Thank you all. Bye, bye guys. Bye. bye.